coming up on today's Finding Peace Within podcast. When we look for the approval of other people, we then have put our happiness in their hands. Now get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Finding Peace Within podcast. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. I want to say first, thank you for listening to the Finding Peace Within podcast. I know there are many, many, many podcasts out there that you could be listening to right now, but you chose the Finding Peace Within podcast to share your time with. The Finding Peace Within podcast was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness. And how do we find spiritual awareness? By studying the word of God, doing the necessary things you need to do in order to find that peace within your soul. And I want to say once again, I am excited about this new this new season, season five, where we're talking about what is true happiness. What is true happiness? Where does it come from? How do we get there? And who is responsible for making sure it happens for me and for you? As I would like to say again, if you have not uh, had a chance to get any of my books, go to my website, findingpeacewithin.org. Pick up a copy of my books, my latest book, which is my book that I wrote for my father, um, Daddy's Little Girl, uh, Tribute to My Father. And I did that right before my dad passed. I did it um, May of last year. I re um, published the book this year. My father passed January 22nd, 2021. So it means even more to me today than it did last year when I wrote the book. As I prepare to um, study this word and just really dig down into the word about happiness, um, there are a lot of people, and I know uh, we've heard things on the news, you know, people committing suicide, people shooting and killing their children, children are uh, killing their parents, husbands and wives are at odds with each other, and some of them are killing themselves too. So it's also the more important that we understand where does true happiness come from and how do I obtain that? Now, before we get into the lesson, I always like to open up with a short word of prayer. Lord, I thank you for this day and I praise you, oh God. I just thank you for your love and your grace. I thank you for your peace. I ask that you be with me as I teach this lesson on what does real happiness look like and where do we get it from? In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. So if you haven't listened to the last two podcasts, I suggest you go to my website, findingpeacewithin.org. They are there on the blog spot. Also, you can go to any of the digital outlets for podcasts and you can find me there. I'm just typing Finding Peace Within with Miss Lisa. Today, today, now last week, we, I gave you two things of maturing in your happiness. Maturity, happiness evolves through maturity. And it was immediate obedience in specific situations. So when you come across situations and the Holy Spirit speaks to you, or rather it's the Holy Spirit, but that gut thing that says, hmm, 
hmm, let's think twice about that. Or, you know, this is the decision that you need to make on that. Then that's what you need to follow through with. And a lot of times we negate to follow through with what we're feeling inside of our being. My grandmother would say, I get a feeling in the pit of my stomach. And that lets me know that I need to go this way. If I'm doing it wrong, I need to stop and do it this way. Number two was long range character growth. And I say this a lot in my podcast, whether here or on my Lisa six and three, which I do every Monday through Friday It's posted on Facebook, on my YouTube page, on LinkedIn. It's where I give a three minute sermonette. I call it, it's just morning motivation. I call it God's strength for you this day. I share the word of God through the scripture to let you know whatever it is the Lord puts on my heart for you that morning. It's not always um, good stuff, but it's good for you. But when you find that thing in the pit of your stomach and you need to um, grow in that area, you know, your character is, is just not quite right. And I talk about this also in my podcast. And when I speak, when I talk about how my attitude used to be like 25 years ago, before I started to do my spiritual work, it wasn't always uh, happy. I wasn't always joyful. I wasn't always um, a person of peace. When you got around me, you didn't always feel this good vibe. And I began to really study the word of God and pour myself into him and pour myself into the things of the Lord. And I began to serve others. And that's when I realized and noticed that that's where my, the most happiness came from is when I was serving other people. So today I want to talk about how we grow into our position of happiness. How do you grow into your position of happiness? Now, when we look at the word happy, happy is conditional. Happiness is based on the feeling. Happiness is based on the condition. Happiness is based on um, what it is today. So uh, yesterday I worked in my yard literally from eight to seven. And that really brings me happiness. That really um, does something to me. I enjoy working in the yard. I enjoy digging in the dirt. I enjoy little small projects. So that brings me happiness. But what happens if I can't work in the yard tomorrow? Hmm. Will I no longer be happy? What happens if someone does something that really causes my spirit to be vexed? Am I no longer happy? Probably so. If I if somebody causes something of uh, some stress in my life, I'm not going to be happy that day. Happiness is con- is conditioned based off of a thing. Now, when we're growing into our position of happiness, it's a state of mind. It's just like when I'm taking a position on a thing and this is how I feel and this is what I believe, this is my conviction. And so my conviction for me to maintain my happiness is a position that I want to stay in every day. Does it happen every day? I'm striving to do that every day. It's just like working out for me. There's no no fight to go to the gym for me. It's a part of my life. It's what I do. It's another one of my happy places. But when I can't go to the gym. Am I no longer happy? That's something you need to think about. When we look at other people for our happiness, that really does put a lot on that person. Yes, I am married, 
But does my husband have the sole responsibility of making sure I'm happy every day? Absolutely not. That is my responsibility to make sure that I have a happy day. Because if he's not having a good day and I'm not having a good day, then we're just two unhappy people together. And if he's unhappy and I'm unhappy again, we are just two unhappy, unhappy people together, which means this is why I wanted to do this lesson is because we have to find our happiness in Jesus. Jesus never changes. He, his mood never changes. He doesn't, you know, you may get upset with him, but he's not going to get upset with us because why our work is his love is not conditioned based off of what we do for him. We talked about that last week as well. I, I, I can get up tomorrow morning and not spend time with him and he will still love me. I cannot spend time in his word, studying his word. My Bible's kind of big, you know, studying his word. If you're watching my YouTube, you see my big old Bible. If I don't spend time in this word, does that mean he doesn't love me anymore? Absolutely not. Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible tells me so. It doesn't matter what I do, but what happens if someone that I say I love does something to me? Will I stop loving them? probably so <laughs> i'm just keeping it real just keeping it real we fall in and out of love every day sometimes people do that but when we grow in our position of happiness nothing you do can cause me to lose that internal happiness do i feel bad about what's happening yes i feel bad about what's happening but does that take away my happiness no, because what? My happiness is in Jesus Christ. When we go to God for our completeness and we look for him to give us that validation, happiness should be an automatic thing. This is what happens when we look for happiness in other people. And again, I am studying the book from Dr. Larry Crabb, um, C-R-A-B-B. Dr. Crabb says, and I want to be sure I find my spot. Uh, when we look for the approval of other people, we then have put our happiness in their hands. Nothing that their approval becomes too important. So we begin to feel pressure from them to measure up. When we put our happiness in the hands of someone else, that's number one. We feel the pressure to measure up to them, to their expectations. And I know as parents, we do that with our children as Spouses, we do that with them as uh, if you're dating or in a friendship, any type of relationship, partnerships, our expectations are so high. And when we don't measure up to that, we don't feel happy. We don't have happiness anymore. And then this is the other thing that happens. At that point, we begin to measure ourselves with other people where well, they're doing this and they're doing this. Well, you know, when I was with him or her, you know, y'all know, I like to talk about relationships. When I was with this person, he did this for me. 
but I'm with this person and he doesn't do that for me. Therefore, I'm not happy anymore. Because why? My happiness is contingent on what you do for me. And then if I am not doing something for the person that I'm in a relationship with that they used to have done for them and to them, now I got to pull up. I got to measure up to something or someone that I can't even compete with. Therefore, my happiness is shot because I cannot meet your expectations. That's one thing I say to single women. Um, if you're looking to be a wife and even a man, if you're looking to take a wife and be a husband, make sure you have your expectations lined out. Because if they don't measure up, mm, some other things might be happening. So many of of our activities are motivated by a personal desire to win someone's approval. Hence become acceptable. But remember, we are already acceptable. When did we become acceptable? At the cross. When Jesus died on the cross and he came back, he rose from, he went to hell, snatched the keys of sin from hell and came back up so that we could have justification. And what is justification? Justification is the acceptability to God. It doesn't matter what we do. I am accepted by God. Doesn't mean that we just maintain in our sin. We talked about that last week as well. Should we remain in our sin because grace abound? Absolutely not is what Paul says. But the one thing we must remember God's love for me is not contingent on what I do for him. We are growing in our position of happiness when we understand that we are already accepted by God. We don't have to measure up for him. We don't have to do certain things for him, for him to love us. Now, there are some conditions that we have to do for certain blessings to come, okay? He is a God of ifs. <laughs> if you abide in me, if you seek my face, you know, there are some ifs. You know, he will give you the desires of your heart to those who are abiding in him. I will keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind. So he is a God of ifs, but that doesn't mean he doesn't love you or it doesn't mean that you're not acceptable, justified. What we do in this work, in this in this earthly uh, position that we are in today is walking in what God has already said we have and are. Because when he died for our sin, we were already saved. Our sins have already been forgiven, but it is through faith. By grace through faith. And that is um, Romans. I want to make sure I get it. Romans 5 and 1. It's, it reads, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that. But we are, but we also glorify in tribulation, knowing that tribulation produces what? Perseverance. Perseverance produces character. Character produces hope, right? So when we realize what we are when God accepted us, hmm, 
we can then walk and grow in our position of happiness. I think that's good stuff. Ooh, yes, that's good stuff. Grow in your position of happiness. We have to, to get rid of the I can't. Now, the first one was when we realize that we have been justified in our faith. It's through the faith justification comes, meaning it's through my faith that I believe that my sins are forgiven. It's through my faith I believe I'm acceptable by God, by Jesus Christ, through Jesus Christ. We are accepted because remember, God was mad at us. He was pissed off with the human race because the human race began serving of the gods so he had to send jesus christ so that we could get in right standing with him again he wanted to love us he didn't want us to be abandoned he didn't want that to happen to us but in the state that we were in God had to bring Jesus because God wanted to have a relationship with us. But the way we was acting, that was not going to happen. So it's through Jesus Christ, by faith, through Jesus, God. Now we have that relationship. God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit is that middle man. He's the go-between. We pray to Jesus. Jesus takes it to the Father and he talks on our behalf. Yes, you know Lisa messed up. You know she was going to mess up. You created her. But remember, you sent me so that she could live. Mm. You sent me so that she could live. God sent Jesus so that we could live. We got to get number two, get rid of the I can'ts and the I won't mentality. I can't and I won't ever be out of the abundance of the heart. The mouth speaks. There's life and death in the power of the tongue. How do you see yourself? Do you see yourself happy or do you see yourself sad? What position are you willing to take today? To find your real happiness. Mm, mm, mm. Whew, that's a good place to stop. Like I said, I ain't giving it to y'all in one round. You got to come back next week for the part three, part four of this lesson. What position are you willing to take for your true happiness? Whew, let's close out in prayer. Mm, mm, mm. Lord, I thank you for this day and I praise you, Father. I love you, oh God, for loving me even when I didn't do right, even when I didn't love myself. You still loved me and your love is agape, unconditional. So thank you, Lord, today for all that you've done, you're doing, and those things that I don't have the faith to believe in. Increase my faith in those areas. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Wow. I pray and hope that was helpful to you, that you are now going to start position, positioning yourself in your happy place. <laughs> and that's with Jesus Christ. I want you all to go make it a wonderful day. Make it a wonderful afternoon. Make it a wonderful week. And guess what, y'all? As I always say, what a centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed.